glad that God let us come to his house. He's given us a good day. Uh, I thank the Lord for being back in the house of worship tonight. We appreciate each one that's come this way tonight. And if you're listening on the live stream, we appreciate you too. appreciate our visitors. I want to make special mention, we've got uh, Pastor Chris Page with us tonight, Pastor over Lighthouse Baptist Church. Got Brother Garrett with him. He's come over with him over there. Boy, we're glad to have you folks. And uh, I'm uh, looking forward to, God willing, to hearing Brother Chris preach out while I've already sent him the microphone. And uh, he looked a little startled when Brother Billy took it to him. I've heard him preach uh, uh, a little bit this morning. I listened to it on the, the Facebook uh, page, uh, the live stream. He preached on pride goeth before destruction, and I appreciated that. So I'm glad to have uh, these fellows with us tonight. I'm glad to be here. Again, glad to have everybody that's here. Thank the Lord for you. I have two verses of Scripture I'd like to share with you tonight. I was reading today. Uh, these came across my heart, and while I was Read them, it just, God really blessed me, and so I want to share them tonight. The first one's in Matthew, uh, chapter 2 and verse 1. The next one is in the book of Micah, chapter uh, 5, and uh, uh, verse 2. And so, again, uh, Matthew 2 and 1. Now, Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king. Behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. And so that's familiar scripture talking about Jesus being born in Bethlehem. But about 700 years probably before that was the prophet Micah in the fifth chapter of Micah. In verse 2, he prophesied and said this But thou, Bethlehem Ephratah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me that is to be ruler in Israel. And then get this last phrase. It's easy to overlook this, but I want you to think about the impact of this last phrase. After it says, I'm going to read it again and read the last phrase with it. But thou, Bethlehem Ephrata, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me he that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. And so that shows how long that the, uh, the Christ has been around. So let's all stand for just a moment of prayer. As we bow our heads in prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for your scripture that just uh, blesses us and uplifts us and uh, gives us from information about you and helps us learn about you. And, uh, God, we thank you for uh, your son that came. Uh, in due time, he uh, died uh, a willing death, but he came and was born of a virgin, laid in a manger, and went about doing what he was supposed to. And then went to the cross and died and then rose three days and nights later and is alive today. And because he lives, we can live too. God, I pray for this service tonight. Pray for the preaching, the singing, everything. God, just please help us tonight to have a service that would stir our hearts and reach out and help somebody. We ask these things in Jesus' name and amen. You be seated. Uh, turn over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 172.
page 96. 96. Sure, thank the Lord for choir singing. I appreciate the, what we've been singing about. It's about my hope, about what I got, and what's real to me. And uh, I got a better place to go. One of these days, all the uh, confusion and uh, evil and 
trouble will all be behind us. And, uh, but I'm glad right now, whatever comes or goes, we got a Lord to go through it with us. Nothing to worry about. He's still God. He's still on his throne. He's still in control. We just lean on him, take it one step, one day at a time, and uh, he'll see that everything's all right. That's the kind of God we've got. So it's good to be here. We'll just ask everybody if you want to stand. And uh, since we've had the COVID like this, we haven't been having our usual fellowship handshake and all our prayer, but we'll just, uh, who has an unspoken request you'd like to signify? It? All right, now if you've got a prayer request on your heart you'd like to make known, we're going to pray here in a little bit. Uh, if you've got a testimony or a prayer request, just say what's on your heart. Feel free. Anyone? Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord for Sister Bonnie and uh, that prayer request. Uh, certainly remember her when she goes to Columbus Wednesday. And uh, I'll give you this report. Uh, I got a FaceTime from uh, Dale and Jack in Newport uh, this afternoon. And uh, when it come on, it was Sister Jackie. Uh, she had the tubes out of her nose. She was sitting up. She had a big smile on her face. Just looked real happy. She said she feels so much better. And she's still got serious problems, obviously. Uh, but she's made some great improvements. And uh, Dale and her were just excited. They were ecstatic at uh, how well she's doing today. And so, but keep praying for Sister Jackie and Brother Dale, because he's down there, out, up there with her. And, uh, but I appreciate uh, getting good news. So, anyone else got something? They aren't feeling good, but they, uh, they're not feeling the worst. So, good. Uh, we're, we're thankful that it's not so far not as bad as uh, other people have had it, but just keep praying for them. Amen. Well, I appreciate that report and uh, that prayer request. And, when I talked to them, that was the same uh, information that I got. And what blessed me, and I, uh, I was hoping it would keep going like that. And I thank the Lord and appreciate everybody praying for Ronnie and Jewel. And, uh, anyone else? We've got a lot of lost people. Go ahead. Go ahead. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. We've all got somebody in our lives. That's Whether right. A loved one, somebody we just come in contact with throughout our day. Amen. We should be praying for. That's right. I don't want to see anybody after suffering. Amen. Amen. We was all Amen. there one day and we was lost. Yep. We should be praying for them. They all need help. Amen. Pray for each and every one of us to shine a little brighter in our own lives. Amen. When we're out there walking through the day. We might inspire somebody else. That's so true. Somebody here tonight that doesn't know, but they take this opportunity. Yep. We're never promised tomorrow. Amen. That's that's good, Brother Garrett. I appreciate that. Great prayer request. Let's certainly do that. Let's pray for our lost. And uh, well, I, I've got a, quite a few on my heart. I, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the burden that I have to pray for the lost. So, and there's others people saved, but I like to see them get in. Got a burden for that. Some needs to join church. Got a burden for that. I appreciate, see, when God gives us burdens, uh, we're involved, and uh, that's that's why we get a blessing. When you carry a burden and then something good happens, well, you, you can rejoice then. Okay, good prayer request. Anybody else? All right, let's pray. That's Brother Bill Ray to lead us in prayer.
I feel already? Uh, who would feel like singing tonight? I appreciate the choir singing, but if God's uh, put a song on your heart tonight to sing now, we sure want to encourage you to do that. Anyone, have a song, feel like singing tonight. Just uh, obey the Lord. We'll just uh, pause for a thought and let you think about that, pray about that. If you've got an impression, do that. Do that. Let's pray while Linda's come. Pray for her. Mary wrapped the first Christmas present yeah. a long, long time ago in a little town called right. Bethlehem to Virgin Mary a baby was born. Yeah. She didn't have pretty paper. She didn't have a beautiful bow. This gift God sent down to you and to me. Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes. The angels were rejoicing that very first Christmas morn. The shepherds quaked and trembled. The angels said, fear not, your Savior is born. I wasn't there to see the Christ child as in the manger he lay. But I was there when God placed this gift in my heart. I can tell you the time and the place. Mary took care of the baby till he grew into a man from the manger Mount Calvary. Yeah. It was all part of God's great plan. The mob cried, Crucify yeah. him. This man who knew no sin. Then he died on the cross for a world which was lost. And Joseph wrapped him in linen again. The angels were rejoicing that very first Easter morn. The keeper of the tomb trembled when he saw the angels had rolled the stone from the door. I wasn't there to see King Jesus when he came forth from the grave. But I was there yeah. when Jesus rose in my heart. I can tell you the time. Yeah. And the place Mary wrapped that first Christmas present. Well, thank the Lord for that good song. That tells a story. Thank the Lord. Someone else feel like singing tonight. Anybody, if you got a song in your heart, you're welcome. Feel liberty. Let's pray for them while they come. You really pray for us. Um, I'm glad Terry 
gave the good news about uh, Jackie and Dale. Uh, he had texted us today and thanked us for singing uh, the song we sang this morning, and wow. and uh, <clears throat> it really touched my heart. And and after a little bit before church tonight, he texted us again and, and asked if we'd sing it again. And wow. uh, <clears throat> I really just want to follow the Lord. I want to do everything I can for Him. So. You just pray for us, and, and we'll do our best. I know Joe's not here, but we'll just try to follow God. So help us as we sing. Jesus is my high tower. He's the light in the dark hour. Without him, how could I see? And he is closer than a brother. Above him there's no other, without him, where would I be? Oh, Jesus, what a friend is he, for he is the rock upon which I stand. He's the present help in time of need. when I can feel him walking, he's right by me. And when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in, proving once again that he's my dearest friend. And he promised he would go with me always, even till As long as this world stands, he promised he would hold my hand and that I would never walk alone. And he said he would go with me always. Through good times and through hard days, he would be my friend and my guide. Oh, Jesus. He's the best friend in my life, for he is the rock upon which I stand. He's the present help in time of need. When this whole world has left me all alone, that's when I can feel him walking. He's right by me. And when everyone walks out, that's when he walks in, proving once again that he's my dearest friend. And he promised he would go with me always, even till the I'm thankful that even though Dale and Jackie are going through a hard time right now, and I know everybody will go through a hard time, we have a friend that sticks with us through those times. I'm so thankful for that. I'm thankful to be here tonight. Thanks to the Lord for that good song and, and my communication with Dale and Jackie today. They commented how much they enjoyed the service this morning. They got in on it a little bit late because the doctor was in, but as soon as he left, they got started and uh, listened to the service and, and said they enjoyed it so much that they said they could feel people praying. And uh, they want to thank everybody for praying. Brother Steve Gossard texted me a similar message. Uh, he said to really like for everybody to pray for him. He could feel them praying already, and he enjoyed the service. So I'm glad God's got what we need, regardless of whatever obstacle Satan's got, God's still got it covered. Well, I appreciate that. Now, anybody else have a song on your heart? If not, I want you to really pray. We appreciate our preaching, brother. Uh, brother Chris Page, thank God for him. He's God's man. Uh, but we know we're all in this together. Amen. And uh, we need to pray and lift him up with our prayers. And so we pray you just give your undivided attention and your heartfelt prayers. We're going to throw over to Brother Chris. Just 
Come fill your liver. I'm, I thought maybe she's come somewhere else. Amen. Boy, it's been good to be here this evening. Amen. We, uh, we're excited. We're excited about, uh, you know, that song really touched me. Uh, all the songs have, have really touched my heart, but uh, aren't you glad that we, that we can have a friend that sticks closer than a brother? Amen. Aren't you glad that we can have, so I'm telling you if, you, if you know me at all, you would know that me and my brother, we're pretty tight, but to know that I got a friend in Jesus, a forever friend, amen, and you guys pray tonight, and we're just going to do what the Lord put on our heart, amen, and uh, <laughs> here lately, God has been on, it's been on me very strong on my heart about, you know, this relationship that we have with God is forever. You know, the relationships we have here are temporary. Every relationship we have here is temporary. You can be married 70 years, but still temporary. I want you to understand what I got in Jesus Christ, what I got with God is forever, amen, through the blood of Jesus Christ. There's nothing anybody can do about it. You say, preacher, you, whoo, you hit the ground running. I'm telling you, God's too good to, to, to waste time on, amen. Uh, you say, you really believe that. You believe that there's a place for you in heaven. You believe. Yes, I do. You want to know why I believe it? Because Jesus said it. Amen? Why? Did you believe he's really coming back? Yes, I do. Why? Because he said it. Amen? When I was 10 years old, I knelt down at an altar, an old-fashioned altar, not too different from this one, and I gave my life to Jesus. Amen? And from that day to this, 36 years later, I'm just as saved as I was when that 10-year-old boy knelt down there and gave his heart to Jesus. Amen? Hallelujah. How many of you are glad to be here tonight? Amen. Boy, it's good to be in the house of God. Whew. We're going to go to 1 Samuel tonight. 1 Samuel chapter 17. I mean, we're going to read a lot of verses, but we're only going to read one. That's what God has pressed upon us since we've been here. It's verse 37. So, 1 Samuel uh, 17, 37. It kind of goes along. I, it, it never fails to amaze me how God can put something on a preacher's heart and him not talk to anybody, but then the song, uh, you know, goes along with it or a testimony goes along with it or, you know, something happens during the service and, and you're, I don't know about Terry, but a lot of times I'm thinking, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that. Because that just, man, that just emphasizes what he wants you to do. And, and when you get up there, you turn it over to him because I got news for you. I've heard, and I believe Terry's a great man, but I believe God's got to preach through him, amen? I don't believe Terry can preach. I believe God's got to preach through him, amen? And I got news for you. I can't preach either, but God can preach through me, amen? If we allow, him to get, allow ourselves just to get out of the way. Verse 37 of the 17th chapter of 1 Samuel. says, David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. How many of you know what's going on at this time? Okay, I want you to understand, if you don't know what's going on, we'll explain a little bit of it, then we'll talk about it just for a few minutes as the Lord leads. See, the army, the army of Israel had been held uh, basically at bay by, by the champion of the Philistines, but his name was Goliath. How many of you know about Goliath? Amen. And I don't know how much research you've done on Goliath, but Goliath was a great big man, and he was a warrior, and he was intimidating. And there wasn't anybody in the, in the army of Israel that was in a great big hurry to go out there and fight this giant. Amen? And, and he, was, he was challenging them. David goes up there with, with supplies for his brother. And he sees what's going on. And he says, wait a minute. What do you mean letting this, this uncircumcised Philistine Hold obey the whole army of God. Amen, right? See, that's what's going on. And, and he's like, wait a minute. He said, I'll fight him. Now I'm paraphrasing here. And they said, what do you mean you'll fight him? You're just a little guy. What do you mean you're going to fight him? He says, look, when I was out tending my daddy's sheep, the lion came. And God let me slay the lion. The bear came. And God let me slay the bear, amen? He shouldn't have been able to defeat the bear or, or the lion. But he knew that God had gave him the ability and the strength yeah. to do these things. 
I want you to understand there's a lot of times in our lives that things come along and they seem like giants. How many of you this year, every time you turn around, it seems like something's happened, that, that this seems overwhelming, seems like that you can't win, seems like it's just too much. I want you to understand, Jesus is your high tower. Jesus is your safe place. Jesus is your champion. And if you allow him to fight the battle for you, I heard all my life that David whipped Goliath. I got news for you. David didn't whip Goliath. God whipped Goliath. He just used David to do it. Amen. And folks, I want you to understand, if we will, if we will stand, amen, in the power and the might of Jesus Christ, there's nothing that had come along in this life. Amen. That we can't get through. That we can't overcome. Amen. How many of you believe that tonight? How many of you believe that Jesus is greater than anything you'll face? Let me give you a little scripture. The Bible says that Jesus was given a name greater than any other name. Amen. And I want you to understand, well, I studied that out one time. Brother Terry, you know what that means? That literally means just that. It just ain't talking about a name like Terry Brock or Chris Page. It's talking about COVID. It's talking about cancer. It's talking about depression. It's talking about It's talking about anything that there is. Jesus is greater than that. Amen. And how many of you have a relationship with him tonight? I mean, if you're glad you have a relationship with him tonight. I would trade my relationship with Jesus for anything, amen? Because it's been the one thing in my life, brother, that hasn't let me down. When I need him, he's there. And he's not been there every now and then. He's been there every time, amen? This year has not been a very good year. But I want you to understand, the calendar is going to turn, but the problems are still going to be there, amen? I've heard so many people talk about, hey, we want to get out of 2020, you really believe January 1st of 2021, COVID is going to go away? You really believe that all the chaos is going to go away? You really believe that sin? I want you to understand, January of 2021, they are still going to be facing the same problems and the same issues. And the answer is still the same. The answer is Jesus. It's not going to go away just like that because when the clock strikes midnight, but I've heard that over and over again. Man, I can't wait till we get out of 2020. I want you to understand, if you're here tonight and you're lost and you've never been saved, you've never been born again. That clock, that, that clock going over to 2021 doesn't mean anything. You're still going to be lost. If you don't accept Jesus, you're still going to be lost and hell bound. And that ain't popular preaching anymore. They don't want us preaching on hell anymore, Terry. They don't want us to tell people that, hey, there is a heaven, but there is a hell. And the only way to get out of hell is through Jesus Christ. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. He's the only way. Can I get amen? Man. If you're here and you're lost. What does it mean to be lost? You've never accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. That means you're still guilty in the eyes of God. Matter of fact, the Bible goes so far as to say that you're dead in your trespasses and sins. What does that mean? That means that you need, that you need Jesus. See, here's the thing. So many people now want to teach, brother, that there's multiple ways to get into heaven. That you, can, that you can decide on your own. And whatever you decide is going to be good enough. I want you to understand that's a lie. That's a lie straight from the devil. Because Jesus makes it very clear. The only way to get to God is through him. And the only way to get right with God is through him. Amen. And the only way to have peace in this world. True peace. Lasting peace, sister. Is through him. Amen. And I want you to understand troubles come for us all. Who here hasn't had trouble? Who here is expecting not to have further trouble in the future if God lets you keep breathing? I want you to understand. As long as we're here, we live in a fallen world. People act so surprised, brother, that there's so much sin and so much going on and so much hatred and so much unrest. We live in a fallen world that has absolutely turned their back on Jesus. I want you to understand. This country is as far away from Jesus now as it's ever been. All right? And when that happens, chaos ensues. It's going to happen. Amen? But we act surprised about this. 
Why are you surprised? The only true way to peace in this world is through Jesus. The only way you want to talk about equality, you want to talk about being equal. I got news for you. When it comes to salvation, it doesn't matter about the color of your skin. It matters about the condition of your heart. Amen. If you want to get everybody on equal ground, let's start teaching Jesus. Unfiltered. Not holding back. Not worrying about whether somebody likes it or not. I want you to understand, you're not guaranteed your next breath. And if you're here and you're lost and you, and you take that last breath, you, you're going to spend eternity in hell. And that's not popular preaching. And I hope one of these days you'll invite me back if the Lord leads. But that's just the way it is. That's a fact. See, the church sometimes, and don't get me wrong, Brother Terry, I know, I believe I know you a little bit. I believe you like preaching on heaven. Amen? Who doesn't? There's not a preacher ever been that's really God called, don't like preach on heaven. Because you come in and you preach on heaven, you're the best guy in the place. You've been preaching on heaven and God's speaking through you and you're talking about going to glory, talking about the second coming, talking about all of our saints of all the ages, gathering around, singing praises to God. Praises to Jesus, amen? Yeah. Talking about how the dead in Christ shall rise first. And those of us that are alive and remain going to go meet him in the air. Yeah. Brother, that's glorious stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's shouting ground, amen? When a man, when the church gets fit, they hearing that, boy, they, we feel all good inside. Well, you should feel good inside. Yeah. But there's also another part of that. I'm going to heaven because of the blood of Jesus. Yeah. I'm going to heaven because I'm saved. I truly don't believe, I believe there's nothing that can change that. You actually believe once saved, always saved, you better believe I do because that's what the Bible teaches. I truly believe that I'm saved and I'm going to be saved and I, and I am saved and I'm going to glory and all that stuff. But I want to tell you this, there's a lot of people around me that don't know Jesus. There's a lot of people around us that are lost. We need to get a burden for the lost, amen? At the association meeting a little while back, I said, you know, and, and God has really, really put this on my heart, and I want to slow down so you can understand it. It's okay if I walk, I'm going to walk anyway. I want you guys to understand this. Everybody, please, just look at me. God put this on my heart maybe 10 years ago. Something, just burden. There's a lot of people in this world that don't know to fear hell. A lot of people didn't grow up like I did in church. A lot of people wasn't, wasn't, wasn't taught the Ten Commandments. We don't know what John 3.16 means. About 10 years ago, I was standing in, 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 my, in my work area, and I had to explain to a man in his 50s what John 3.16 meant and what it was and where it was at. He really didn't know. He didn't know what it was. There is people that honestly don't know to fear hell. I don't fear hell for me. That's been taken care of a long time ago. But I fear hell for them because they don't know and they don't understand. And they need to hear God-given Holy Spirit preaching about heaven and hell and the truth. Not watered down, not man's version, but God's version. Amen. 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 You say you really believe that God will be with you through everything. Let me tell you something. There has been times in my life, I'm like David. My confidence and my faith in God comes from my experiences. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Comes from my experiences. There's been more times than I could care to even recount that I went into situations not knowing what, what are we going to do. I have no idea what we're going to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to act. I don't know anything that God gets through it. Before you go in, you just say, God, use me. And he gets us through it. Amen? How about in grief? I'm going to tell you something. This July, for those of you that might not know, Brother Terry here helped me out a great deal. My father passed away. And I want you to understand something. My father was absolutely my hero. Unapologetically. I don't care who likes it or who don't. I said during the service that my dad and a lot of people in his generation, you know, he was a John Wayne guy, you know. John Wayne's like an uncle to us. We, we grew up with him. And I said during the service that dad was our John Wayne. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm not going to take a back step for that. He was absolutely, absolutely 
outside of Jesus Christ, the most influential person in my life. He asked me before he passed to preach his funeral. So what'd you do, preacher? I did exactly what I did when my mom asked me to preach her funeral. Before you get up, you say, Lord, help me. Lord, use me. And God gets you through it. Amen? God uses it. Matter of fact, there's people that come up, want, I mean, touched by whatever God said. I don't even know what God said. I'd have to go back and watch it to even see what was said. But God used us. Amen? He'll help you through sickness. When I was 13 years old, listen to this. I don't know if I told this last time I was here or not, but God's got it on my heart, so I'm going to tell it. When I was 13 years old, I had a seizure in the middle of the night. During my hospital stay, they told me that I would never drive, I'd never play football, I'd never wrestle again. You know, I just wouldn't be able to, my name be able to hold down a job. I'm 13 years old. People from my church, the pastor, the deacons, they come and they gather around that bed and they pray for me. People in church was praying for me. My family was praying for me. And I laid in that bed and I cried out to God. For God to help me in these circumstances. I've been told all my life that if you truly ask him, he'll hear you. I'm here to tell you, when they did the CAT scan the first time, they found a spot on my brain. Brother Blaine, when they did the CAT scan the second time, it was gone. Amen. The doctor didn't know what happened. I know what happened. God showed up. Amen. I know what happened. God was there. You don't have to convince me. i tell you what. Nobody has to convince me God's real. I've seen him work too many times in too many people's lives in too many ways. Amen? What we preach Terry and what we believe and what the Bible says is real. Amen? And it's binding. And I want you to understand, if you're here tonight and you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, first off, you need it to escape hell, but you simply don't know what you're missing. If people could peel back, brother, and see what God's done for us on the inside, if they could see the love of God, if they could see the peace and, and, and the absolute security that comes with being a child of God, you wouldn't have to convince them and you wouldn't have to beg them and you wouldn't have to beat them in here. They'd come running to God. Amen. Amen. If you're here tonight and there's problems in your life and I'm here to tell you, man, we all got them. I don't care who you are, where you're from. I don't know some of you. Some of you I do know. But I don't know a person in here, if we went around tonight, that wouldn't be able to stand and say they have some kind of issue, some kind of problem, right. something going on in their lives. And it could be anything from health to finances to, you know, whatever. There's all kinds. It could be kids. It could be grandkids. It could be whatever it is. Yeah. You have some kind of issue in your life. You've got something going on in your life. If you're here and you're a child of God, you need to bring it to God tonight. If you're here and you're lost, you need to come God tonight. If you're here and you got a burden on your heart for someone, listen, a lot of times the church lays back. You know the best thing we can do for somebody that's lost is pray for them. I could take a stick. I'm a pretty big guy. I could take a stick and beat some of them in. But somebody bigger than me could come along and beat them out again. You need to pray for them. Aren't you glad somebody prayed for you when you were lost? Yeah. Aren't you glad somebody prayed for you if you was ever backslidden? I want to tell you something. I ran from God for three years as hard as you can run. I'm glad people didn't give up on me. And I'm glad people love me enough to pray for me. Amen? So Terry, we're just going to give an invitation, brother. If we can get some music. I'm asking everybody to please stand.
If you're here tonight and you got something on your heart, you got some issue in your life and it's just eating you up and you need to come and bring it to God. Maybe you got a Goliath in your life tonight. As they start to sing, I'm going to ask you to come and pray. If you're here and you're lost, I'm going to ask you to come pray tonight. If you're here and you've got a burden on somebody's on your heart that's lost, I'm going to ask you to come pray tonight. God's asking you to come pray. Would you move tonight? Would you come? Would you step out and come tonight? If you're here and you got somebody burdening your heart, would you please come? If you're here and you got somebody, something on your heart, something on your mind that you're struggling with, would you please come? Would you come? Please come tonight. How many of you know somebody that's lost? How many have somebody on your heart tonight that you're burdened for that's lost? Would you please step out and come? Come up here. Take your names to the Lord. Anybody else tonight, would you please come? Please come. Would you come? Obey the Lord. I appreciate the preaching. I appreciate the message. If God's speaking to your heart, you need to come. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Thank God that He's able to wash your sins away. He did mine. He did the preachers. He talked about it. Brother Chris talked about his own experience. Amen. Amen. I appreciate the preaching and the preacher. Appreciate the Lord. Appreciate the message about where the victory comes from. You know, uh, the Bible doesn't say David was such a, uh, a great warrior that he uh, defeated the bear and the lion and Goliath, but he was a, a man that moved by faith. And uh, probably when he was facing the bear, he might have even been a little scared. Uh, maybe when he was facing the bear or the lion, he might have been scared. Might have been nervous when he faced Goliath. But by faith, he trusted God, and as Chris has already preached, God gave him the victory. And uh, I'm glad God's got victory for us. And uh, when I was a lost boy, I experienced some of those things Brother Chris was preaching about. I, I worried about it. I, can I do it? Uh, how can I do it? How can this be? But when I really trusted the Lord, uh, God's the one that did the salvation. I didn't save myself. He saved me. And, and ever since that time, when I was a 12-year-old boy, when I've gone through the journey of life, just like Chris was talking about going down the road of life, facing the obstacles and the troubles and the problems of life, and, well, I'm telling you, uh, Job, he told us, man born a woman was a few days and full of troubles. And uh, so we can kind of see that in the age we're living in. But if you're here tonight and you're not saved, I like to say you get saved. And if God's, if God's touching your heart and inviting you to come, you ought to come. If you're here tonight, listen. Brother Chris preached about this too. If you're here and you've been saved by God's grace, are you living for the Lord like you should? Everybody's important. Nobody. Now, I'm saying it this way and then I'll explain it. Nobody can do my job. You say, well, preacher, you must be real important. Well, I am. But I can say that about every person that's here. Nobody can do your job. If you're the youngest Christian here, you're just as important as the oldest Christian here. Nobody can do your job. And somebody's looking at your life that you can be a light to probably better than anybody else. So I like from the singing of the song, I like for us to think about this. If there's anything in your heart and life that you need to get straightened up at the altar, I want to ask you to go ahead and come. Follow the Lord that he can bless you. He's got victory for you. Obey the Lord. 
Obey him tonight. Please come. Obey the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Listen to that song. I once was lost. I remember. Now I'm found. I got a recollection of that time and place I go back to. It's real to me. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Amen. Listen. Thank the Lord. Amen. It's good to be here tonight. I think I mentioned this earlier. We've got a great crowd considering the circumstances of life, things going on. I'm glad of everybody that you're sure glad that our preaching brother, Brother Chris, come by. And appreciate God letting him preach for us tonight. Appreciate Brother Garrett coming and being part of this and helping us. I'm glad of everybody that's here tonight. Anybody got something on your heart you need to say or do? Something you want to say or song you need to sing? Anything at all. Just feel that liberty. All right, if not, let me explain this. This is our regular business meeting time. Uh, and so once we dismiss out of worship, we'll 